Friday on Facebook. Ah, it's morning, man. I'm tired and, and not really sure what talks about. So, uh, yeah, I thought, hey, you know what? Not everybody wants to talk about being on the truck all the time. Not everybody. I mean, that shouldn't be your life, right? We should we should be more um, work life balanced in the fact that uh, <clears throat> that we <laughs> we aren't on the truck all the time, right? We're at home doing things, having fun. So I guess the question I have out to everybody to help me out this morning is what do you do to distract yourself? What do you do to entertain yourself? Both maybe on the truck while you're waiting for calls or you know, when you're at home and you're on your days off, uh, what do you do? What do you craft? What do you play? I play video games and I look at TikTok a lot and I I like memes and, and different things. So that's what I'm going to start talking about. And if you got something to throw in here, uh, throw it in here because, you know, we all need a distraction from time to time and we all need motivation to get out there and do something. And, and, and to me, having a good laugh, having a good moment of, of refreshing energies, it changes your brain up that, uh, that helps out. So good morning, medics. We're going to kick this off, uh, groggily, if we will. Thanks for tuning in. I see people are jumping in like, hey, thanks for that, man. I don't know if you caught my podcast from last week. I went to a protest and had an interesting conversation, and that was not live. It was all pre-recorded. But you can find that at anchor.fm slash EMS underground, and uh, it, it was an interesting thing. So first off, I'm over at the Savage Paramedics page on Facebook, which is, is a lot of times pretty funny. And the first meme here is I hate when people confuse education with intelligence. You can have a degree and still be an idiot. And isn't that the truth, right? You know, I I, <laughs> I have definitely worked for people, uh, not necessarily currently, but I've definitely worked for people when I was on the ambulance and in other situations that had degrees and had education, and they were dumb as a rock. You know, you can have education in no sense. You can have book learning, and no, no, no real life basis for anything. And that, that always, that always gets to me. And I tried to always be a balance. You know, we go through EMT school, paramedic school and all that jazz. And we know the basics. I think partially, I think that's part of what the term you know, is different in the street than in the school comes from. And that's not, that's been, that's been bastardized and it's not really true because the way techniques are taught in school are the way you should do them in the field. And, laws and rules and all that stuff is 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 appropriate in the field uh, as it is in the school but i think maybe uh, because of that whole book learning versus intelligence yeah education doesn't mean you're smart education just means you read more you spent more time in school you memorize more <clears throat> smart is figuring out how to do things with your education so we all had to have some education right we all had to go through EMT school, advanced school or paramedic school or intermediate or wherever you are in life and get, get some te technical learning. So yeah, you know, first thing you do is talk about your degree. Then I'm like, eh, I'm out. Uh, yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of this way too. They have another meme here on Savage Paramedics on Facebook at the point in my life. I'm at the point in my life where caffeine has no effect on how tired I am. I drink it only to avoid a soul-crushing headache. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not necessarily me. 
I definitely Mondays, man. Mondays are the worst. I hate. I tell you, you're on the truck. That's one of the best schedules. Even if you're working the California shifts, you know, I worked twenty four forty eights. And uh, thank you, Nathan. Get the edge of my cushion on. How you doing, Nathan? But uh, I did. I worked twenty four forty eights, but I was at a slower service, so we we got to sleep okay many times. And that was just the best schedule. You worked one whole day, right, where some of it was sleeping, some of it was eating, some of it was playing PlayStation, whatever. And you ran some calls and you helped people. And then you had two days off. And if you wanted to go on vacation or something, you didn't really have to burn a whole lot of time. You just would swap with somebody and take that that day off in the middle. So you have two days off, one day on, two days off. We swap with somebody, so you work it either before you leave or at a later date for them. You have five days off without ever having to take pay. You know, take time off, take you know a PTO or whatever. It's a great, great schedule to be able to earn money because ah man, I, I am I'm an entrepreneur. I am I am the man. Hey Barb, um, I am the man that is not built to work for other people. I'm just not. And it's taken me a long time to figure that out. And being a medic didn't feel like I'm working for other people because. As an EMT advanced or medic, even yeah, I was an EMT. I was an EMT intermediate. Then I was a paramedic. Now I'm an advanced. And I know that's kind of a backward step, but it's a long story that I've told before. But uh, being in medicine, while yes, somebody basically sets your schedule, and you show up on that shift. That's just more of a, in my mind, it, it's a. This is when we need you, and you know you're needed, and you plug in at that time, thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Not now, you know, all the bosses out there. You know, Tom, and I don't want your old, uh, I don't want your old management brain kicking in, and going, no, you gotta, you can't be, you gotta be on time. You gotta show, no, no, no. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that at all. But it just feels like when you're on the ambulance, you you work for yourself more because I chose that path to do emergency medicine. I chose to work at that particular location with your EMT numbers. You can practically go anywhere you want now. EMT versus advanced, you know, there's more demand for advanced. And advanced versus paramedic, there's more demand for paramedic. But that being said, you can practically go, especially with the more experience you get, you can practically go anywhere you want. And so I, I did. I loved I loved being on the truck because it felt like I was working for myself. I, I showed up. My boss didn't show up to make sure I was there watching his watch, clocking me in. I mean, some services, I never saw my boss hardly. Other services, uh, even my lieutenants, you know, other services, I'd see, like when I was at National, I'd see Huey usually once a day, once in the morning, once during the shift, during the week, which might be at most twice. But if it was the weekend, he wouldn't come by and pick up paperwork. He'd pick it up on Monday on his way into the office. So, you know, I had to be self-starting. I had to, to drive myself. I had to hold my own standards. And I loved that. I loved it so much, and I've never worked at California Shift, and I'm still wrapping my brain around it because I haven't experienced it. It's hard for me to quite get a, my brain wrapped around it, but it's it's you work three twelves and you're off four, then you work four twelves and you're off three, something like that. So what I'm saying is, is if <clears throat> you feel like you need to leave the field, be careful where you go. Um, because I mean, Tom Marty knows this. It it is kill. It kills me. It kills me to be working for the weekend. I'm doing Monday through Friday, forty hours a week, working for the week. I hate it, man. I hate it. 
And not because of the school. It's not because of who I'm working for. I love working for the people I'm working for, and I love doing what I'm doing. I get to do this. I get to sit here and be an ass on the screen and, and on the camera and, and get paid for it, you know? Um, yeah, be, if you, you got to figure out who you are. Not everybody's cut out for the schedules I was just talking about. You know, maybe you need more of a, a set schedule at a hospital or a doctor's office. You know, one of the things that, and I knew, I knew just randomly digging through stuff would give me something to talk about and tell stories on for a minute i worked for I, I was more worried about money instead of managing my money i was more worried about making money when i was early in paramedic medicine and you know i was working for a very slow service i was in national ems in morgan county in the early 2000s and so i mean it just call volume's not there and um they pay appropriately i mean it, it hurt it paid it paid less money than than i i would ever like to be honest with you but it, it wasn't a huge stipend and it wasn't a huge call volume so i could have i could have gone to grady i could have gone to rural metro had the cab county then i could have gone more into the city and gotten more pay you know and i didn't and and that was just telling me but i always wanted to stay close to home i, I wanted what i thought would be easier easier path easier demand on my time and myself because i always had side stuff i've always had i mean i had a band at one point uh always played video games so i wanted that time so anyway my wife was working at the hospital and she's working monday through friday and she was doing i think 2 p.m to 11 p.m shift as a er secretary and i was working on the ambulance 2448s so then i ended up going to georgia pacific to be their safety officer which paid really good money and I was a token wife. I was a trophy wife, man. I was there just so they could say we have a paramedic on staff and they're our safety officer, but I didn't feel like I was making a difference. Now, whether they listened to me or not, I don't know. I was young, so there was some of that too, right? I was young, thought I knew everything. Um, so I'm not going to disparage them at all. And I definitely learned lessons while I was there, but there was times when it felt like all they really wanted me to do was sit in my office and just disappear and just be there in name um yeah I don't, I don't know it just wasn't the right gig for me and i made decent money but at the same time i pressured my wife into leaving the hospital because i didn't like how they were treating her because they were they were treating her very poorly they had it, it was bad it was it was bad and there's some stories i don't even want to tell right now that's how bad some of that was and so she went to a lawyer's office who was impressed with how a lawyer came into the ER and, and he had been hurt and he's impressed at how she did everything, offered her a job. And so she took it and went to be a secretary for that lawyer. And so now we went from working these disparaging shifts to, to saying, okay, so I would manage my time to be anything I'm going to do for myself, like play PlayStation or, or practice with the band or, or whatever I do when she's at work. So when we're together, we're together. And this isn't the first couple of years of our marriage. And, and so I'm doing that as an EMT, and then she's, you know, she's doing the same thing. It's like if I'm working a weekend, uh, she could go off with her mom, and they love doing stuff that I didn't really want to go do. I didn't want to go up to North Georgia hiking in the middle of summer or whatever. And so, you know, we had this balance in life. So we went from that, those, just, those separate different schedules, to working the exact same schedule, basically, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, and getting home at the same time and that was the other thing when we had those separate schedules i could cook her dinner and bring it up to her at the hospital and have dinner with her and i could um 
I could, you know, it, it, she could do the same thing. She could come visit me at the station and hang out and surprise me. You know, there was, there was, and then we could take that time off and go to Biloxi on the weekends and, or, or whenever. Right. So yeah, just, just, I'm not trying to avoid a soul crushing headache with my coffee, but it is habits. It is habits. And Mondays, I started to say Mondays are, are very tiring for me for some reason now. I think it's because I don't like working this, this, this locked in hard schedule. To be honest, I'm a creator. Sometimes I want to do a show at two o'clock in the morning. Uh, sometimes I just want to spend all day playing my video games. Uh, some days I definitely, I, I got some conventions coming up supposedly. They haven't been canceled yet and they've actually been confirming uh, me coming. So I've got two conventions in July and that'll be interesting. But that's, that's the kind of thing I like doing. So do what you love, but understand the schedule that you have. Make, see how it would work for you. Cause like I said, I could have just changed up. I could have got a second job. I could have stayed full time at the slower job, got a part time gig at a busier place that would pay me the same, if not more, and, and manage your money better instead of just changing your life. Now, the path I took is the path I took, and it, it is exactly where I need to be right here, right now. Uh, but yeah, let's see what else we can pull up out of some memes. I'm gonna miss that one. Uh, yeah, no, I've been there. Me dealing with my coworkers, family, and life in general is like, I'm trying so hard not to be an asshole to you guys, okay? Just please work with me here. <laughs> And that's because we get frustrated, right? We get frustrated with life. We let things build up inside our heads, and that's bad, man. You've got to talk it out. You've got to vent to somebody. You've got to let things go uh, to a point. I mean, there are some things that are going to build up and be be things. But I, I remember having arguments with my wife that weren't really about me and my wife. They were really because I was frustrated with something at work. And that's the other thing, too. Choose who you vent to wisely. Because just like with my wife and the hospital and the way she was treated, she's venting to me about how that was. Well, I get mad and I get defensive and I start wanting to protect her and start trying to pull her out of there. She did the same thing to me, as she will today. If I start venting and complaining about somebody I work with or something that's been done, she'll she'll want to protect me. And it's like, and it's because it's easy when you're not in that situation and you're not managing it yourself. It's like, well, you should just you know do something different. You should blah blah blah. You should do this. You should do that. Well, it's not that easy. And sometimes venting is just venting. And we've both learned that throughout the years. She and I, we've both learned that venting is just venting. But yeah, there, there's definitely some times, uh, especially my kids. You know, I was like, I am trying so hard. All right. So I piled my kids into my car last night to go take them to McDonald's as a little breakout treat, right? I we went through the drive through McDonald's. And uh, I've got a, a small sedan, basically. So my oldest was in the front seat with me. My wife was off somewhere uh, dealing with some family business. And then, uh, no, Crosby was in the front seat with me. Oakland was in the back seat and then the two little ones. And there's enough seat belts and they're all big enough that they could fit just right. Well, all of my kids, their entire lives, the rule has been keep your hands to yourself in the car because they start bouncing back and forth. They start shaking it. They start leaning over the seats. They start slapping each other. They get pissed off. No, don't do it. And yet my youngest is seven now. Yeah, because as Ryan's going to be nine here this fall. So she's got, she's seven. So at, for at least the bare minimum of seven years, they've been told this rule, and yet they get into it. And I'm like, we're not even to get into the drive-through yet. And I told them, I was like, you know what, y'all, y'all, I'll go buy food for everybody else who's behaving. Y'all aren't gonna get any food. You're gonna go to bed hungry. <laughs> and they stopped. But it's this, it's this, it's, it's, it's. I'm not trying to be an asshole. Just work with me here. Uh, I like this phrase. Leadership is not about being the best. Leadership is about making everyone else better. 
And I do, I do like that. I think that's just good being, being a good human being, to be honest with you. Um, if we're not here to make each other better, why are we here? You know, if you're not learning from other people and what they do and, and how they are both negatively and positively, then you're not paying attention in life. I keep trying to help. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just see that Suzanne Ward. Now nah, it's probably been a while, but Suzanne Ward and 8,000 other people like that. But it's, it's, that's how I've always been is what, what can I do to help you do what you do better? And Maybe not always. I don't know. Maybe there was just a time I took from people, but I feel like that's been a theme in my life for as long as I can remember is, oh, what you're doing is awesome. How can I help you do it better? Or how can I be a part of that so it can be better? Or how can I learn to do it too? Those kind of things. So leadership is not about being the best. Leadership is about making everyone else better. And I would say it's not about making everyone else better because that can even be far to forcing people to do things and tough love and lessons. And while as a boss and as a parent, there are times when we have to set down lines. We have to force people to do things. Absolutely. As a paramedic, we have to do that, right? We have to pull rank and get people in line in our truck, or we have to restrain the patient because it's for their better good. I, th- I would say leadership is about enabling everyone else to be better setting up those opportunities, giving them ways to do it themselves, listening to who they are and what they want to be better at. I think that's good leadership. Uh, oh, yeah, I've been there on the truck. The button on my pants watching me eat another snack, and it's this dude just head down. We do that way too much, and it's way too easy on the ambulance to get snacks, right? To get that sugary drink instead of the healthy drink, to get that Snickers bar. What's up, Mike? How you doing this morning? Um, yeah, man, it is just way too, especially, I mean, I think in every service, I mean, you can justify it everywhere you are. You're you're busy at AMR in the cab, and you get stationed at Quick Trip for the only 30 minutes of your day, and you buy three or four Snickers bars and some chips and a couple of sodas and stock up your truck that way, you know? It's just unhealthy, and we do that all the time. I did it constantly. And then you go all the way out to, to I, I, the one that popped in my head was the, the main station in Madison back when I worked there. And there are days you wouldn't even turn a wheel and you're bored and you go looking for something to eat. And, and you know, it's just, yeah. It, it, yeah, we got to be more, we got to be proactive on that. Uh, skipping some of these. I'm not a coworker you should ever put on speakerphone, ever. It's a great meme. Uh, I, <laughs> My wife does that. She'll answer the phone and go, you're on speakerphone. Like, all right, fine. Because, there's, you know, you never know. Sometimes it's just an honest, direct conversation. And sometimes I get frisky and froggy and, and say things. But one of the things I love to play. Now, here's a game you can play with your partner to distract yourself. Both on the call. Not on a call. I'm sorry. Waiting for a call or at the station or whatever. And that is, that is make up the conversation on your side. I used to do this with Jennifer Elliott. Loved working with Jennifer Elliott. She was one of the, the best people I worked with. Um, and you sound like my partner. <laughs> I'm talking to myself, Mike, about the snacks. I'm talking to myself, man. I've had to, to make some adjustments because I'm not liking where I am right now in life with my health. Uh, anyway, so here's the game you can play. is They'll be on a phone conversation with somebody, right? And 
and you can't necessarily hear or they have the earpiece in and they'll say something and you just kind of quietly respond back to them and so like to start a conversation yeah hey how are you doing today and you just quietly sit next to them yeah no i'm good thanks thanks for asking and they don't quite register it because you're 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 talking lower and you're talking quieter and you just keep talking to their <laughs> to, to them as they're talking to somebody else and just say some crazy ass stuff like yeah no you know i don't know what are you up to today and like well i was gonna take off my pants and sit here naked watching terminator but i got this partner sitting next to me he probably wouldn't appreciate that and and you know and i used to do my best to make her laugh until she'd get up and leave the room and so uh uh that's always fun but yeah speakerphone there are definitely people in this life you don't put on speakerphone or you at least warn them you're on speakerphone uh let's see until you work food or retail, you'll never understand the level of stupid that exists in this world. Healthcare says, hold my beer. <laughs> I worked all of those. I worked all of those. So I absolutely worked retail at Walmart in the toy department when Tickle Me Elmo came out as a Christmas, the big Christmas gift. Um, and yeah, it blew my mind. It blew my mind how how. People just just thought the world revolved around them and that the world was magic and go in the back and get one. No, I, I, I'm telling you, there are none in the back. You know, no, no, go back. So I'd go back and, and sit there for a few minutes. Come back. It's like, no, there's none in the back. And they wanted a manager and they wanted it. And, and you, you start off. I think it goes retail, food, and then healthcare as far as worse. You know, which one's worse as far as stupid people? Because so, yeah, so retail there because there's a lot of people in retail that just couldn't find it okay thanks or they get mad at you but it's it's understandable you know it's christmas time or whatever you're looking for this one thing that you're trying to find and buy and it's a mass-produced item okay you know you're calling around and maybe getting frustrated because you've called a bunch of places food i worked at chick-fil-a and uh uh it was during christmas time i don't exactly remember the call that I got, but I was acting manager that day. And I think somebody came in the mall and I, oh, I hate the mall, right? And I worked at Chick-fil-A in the mall and uh, one of the stores came down for a big order of biscuits. Well, they, we stopped serving breakfast at 10 30, which means we stopped making it. You know, we make enough to get us through 10 30, about 10, 10 to 10 15 is when you stop making breakfast. So no more biscuits are being cooked and, and no more little chickens are being cooked and all that jazz. Right. And so, uh, they came down and we cleared out the bins. Like, this is all we have. And they wanted, let's say, eight biscuits. We had six biscuits. And and the person who came was like, yeah, okay, thanks, you know. And it was like, it, it, it was like 10, 40, 10, 40. I mean, it was clearly after breakfast time was over. We just happened to have some left. And they got what we had left. And I got an ugly phone call cussing me out from that store that came to get them you know, from one person. But how how could we not have chicken biscuits? like, I tried to be nice and professional, and they were just dicks. As like, it's food, it's food that you didn't take the appropriate time to get to, asshat. You know, God forbid I come in there when you're about to close and say I want an eye exam. It was like lens crafters or something. One, you overcharge for all your stuff at, at lens crafters. You you pirate thieving bunch of bitches. But secondly, there's no. I mean, if you're closing or you ran out of a certain phone case, not phone case, uh, eyeglass case, or, you know, God, have you ever gone to get eyeglasses? If you've not gotten eyeglasses, this is a process. You go in, you get the exam. First time you ever go in, you get the exam, right? All right, we found out you need glasses. 
go pick out frames that are stupid expensive. They're retarded expensive. I mean, there's no way frames cost that much money. Well, they're designer. Bitch, I'm going to put them on my face to see the world clearly. I don't see the frames. Shut up. So, <laughs> so you've got that going on. And then it takes like six weeks to get your glasses back. So you've had headaches. You've had reason to go get your eyes checked for the first time ever. And, and then they get checked. Oh, yeah, you do need glasses. Then you got to wait six weeks. And they're mad because they came late to get breakfast. So, yeah, there that's that second level to me of like, it's food, man. You can you can get a sandwich. You can do something else. Screw you, dude. Uh, uh, and then healthcare, right? We get some of the craziest calls, you know, in healthcare. And unfortunately, it's stuff that, that it, it, this is where it's the dumbest thing, right? It's the level of stupid because it, the calls we get, the dumb ones are the ones where people have unintentionally hurt themselves or done something that led themselves to be hurt. Uh, you watch the skateboard videos, you know, that come across social media where people are breaking arms and stuff. You see the, the, uh, um, what is it when people jump from building to build parkour, the parkour videos that go wrong. You see those, uh, <laughs> I mean, the worst one I ever, ever was around. I didn't even run it was a, a gentleman who did a four D cell mag light, which is a really big metal mag light with no gift to it and, and grips on the side. And he put it up his booty hole and he perforated his intestine and ended up dying within a week uh, after he came to the hospital because he couldn't get it out. And then they surgically removed it, but he had already had some sepsis. And yeah, it was bad. He got an infection. So yeah, healthcare definitely says, hold my beer. What's something you might say after sex and also after 75 days of quarantine? Uh, I don't know. Let's see some of these comments, shall we? Uh, no, quarantine is not over. You still have to stay locked in my attic. It'd be quiet. The looters are back. <laughs> oh, oh, that's Genevieve. Genevieve. Uh, yeah. I mean, most of these are not that funny. Uh, my alcoholism is the only reason this was, <coughs> this was tolerable. All right. Hmm. Okay, yeah, the comments went where I thought they would. It was just mostly negative stuff. That's kind of funny. That first one was really funny. All right, what's the dumbest thing you did as a kid? Wished I was an adult? No kidding, right? Is it me or does time move differently when you're an adult? When you're a kid, you could do a million things and 30 minutes has passed by. And now as an adult, I'll do two things and my whole day is gone. It's like, what is up with that? What is going on? One of the biggest, dumbest things, though, that I did as a kid was I, I wanted to dunk, right? As an era of Michael Jordan, and I wanted to dunk. And so I pulled up a ladder next to my basketball goal in my driveway, and I jumped off the ladder and hung on the rim and ripped the rim right off the goal and fell on the ground and had the metal rim hit me in the head. You know, that that's that could explain a lot. Uh, well, okay, so I can't believe it's already June. Time really flies when the whole world is falling apart. But really, I mean, that goes back to the thing of saying as a kid, Right, I, I mean, dude, I can remember playing for an hour or two, and instead of having my whole day ahead of me, you know, going, oh, we just did a whole lot of stuff. Wow, only an hour has passed by, whatever. And definitely, I mean, time flies all the time now. Every time we hit a new month, it's, it's 2020. You know, I can remember what I was doing in 2018. 
I can remember where I was in 2013. And it's just like, wow, we turn around, it's June. We're almost halfway through the year. Technically, when July starts, we're halfway through the year, right? You start month seven, you pass six months, and you're you're halfway through. So we're we're almost halfway through the year already, and it just started so weird. I I can remember doing a New Year's Eve party at Hudson, uh, not Hudson Grill, at uh, Hobnob in Buckhead, and uh, for New Year's Eve, yeah. Uh, ah. I can't wait to go home tonight. Me four minutes after arriving to work. Yeah, and that that makes for a bad day. And that's probably where I'm going to stop it here. But that definitely makes for a bad day uh, when when you get to work ready to go home. And I usually try to quit at that point and do something different or find something to change in my life. Uh, if I'm if I'm wanting to call out sick or if I'm getting to work and I just now I don't mean one day. I mean when those one days build up to three five every shift that you get there. You need to change it up. You need to do something different. Now, that might just be finding new hobbies. I had at Georgia Pacific, I had a supervisor talk to me about hobbies and how I had to, how I had to make time for myself. Because going back to that story I told earlier about how my wife and I were working the exact same schedule all the time. We're, and we're just, you know, dinner wasn't getting made because neither one of us was available. And so somebody had to come home tired to make dinner and we tried to swap it up. But you're both tired. Uh, you know, we were both living for the weekends, which means we had to plan around her mom. It just junked up life. And we weren't adjusting very well. And my supervisor at Georgia Pacific said to me, he goes, you know, every day I go home, maybe not every day, but he goes home, he sits on his back patio, gets home an hour before his wife does. And he takes that time to smoke a good cigar, maybe drink, you know, a small scotch or something, and, and just chill, just reflect on the day just be quiet that was his thing just to be quiet look at the air but he made time for himself because whatever that is for you you gotta make time for yourself and actually i've actually stolen a lot of that there's times well i'll go out and sit by the fire pit especially in the spring and the fall i'm gonna sit by the fire pit and just smoke a cigar the weather's nice it's beautiful and you're just chilling out you just it's letting you just relax your mind let things go i like playing video games i play a lot of call of duty now uh, the modern warfare and the war zone stuff. Um, but I also, I also swap it up. I also like to play the thing called XCOM. So you've got shoot fast, focus on different things. I also have, if I, if I've been like lecturing a whole lot and I'm focused, the thing that I'll relax my mind with is XCOM, which is a strategy, slow turn based, take your time, figure it out thing. It works different sides of the brain. Right. And so you just have to make time for yourself. And in this day and age, right now and this is the right now for any time you're in to be honest with you is always make time for yourself find a way to wind down after work that can be fairly quickly if you have to go back the next day right alcohol is a bad thing as far as winding down because it, it just doesn't it makes you sleep different it messes with your brain different i like alcohol don't get me wrong i drink my share of it but scientifically speaking if you go home and you have a, a shot or two or you have you pound a couple of beers to wind down it's shifting your metabolism and it's shifting your brain to where you're not getting good healthy sleep you might be passing out quicker because of it but you really need i, I found that out the hard way not the alcohol part but i found out the hard way about winding down i worked overnights for a while at newton uh, er and and so i'd go from 7 p.m to 7 a.m so i'm getting up getting off work sun's coming up and my wife has been sleeping most of the night or whatever all night. 
and I'm getting home. I'm trying to go right to bed because I got to get up at, you know, four something in the afternoon, five something, I guess five something in the afternoon. So I can leave by six fifteen to be at work by seven that night. And I worked six days on and I was trying to go right to bed and just wasn't doing good. It wasn't working good. And I finally realized I need to come home, watch maybe a 30 minute show of nothingness, right? Nothing that challenges me or excites me or, or oh my God, I got to see the next one. Uh, just, just a comedy, a sitcom, you know, something that means nothing. Just to let my brain kind of wind down and get tired because who goes to work and comes home and goes right to bed. Most of us don't do that on, even on 12 hour shifts. Most of us don't do that. And you're really talking 14 hours almost, right? Cause for me, it was at least 45 minutes to work, 30 to 45 minutes to work, to drive. And then you get your 12 hours on the clock, then 30 to 45 home. So you're talking 13 and a half, 14 hours of being on. And, and, and you really need about eight hours sleep. So yeah, you just have to find ways to wind down to take time for yourself. Make time for yourself. Make those windows of, of peace, of rest, of, you know, I've had to get off social media a lot. Lately, I haven't like shut down my accounts and walked away from social media, but I'm not checking it very often. I'm staying away from it. It's too much, too much ugliness in the world, too much stuff that, that messes with me and makes me tired and makes my soul hurt. So I, I just chill out from that. Take a break from things. Find different things to do. I've got the dumbest games I play that will never pay me, but these games for cash where I'm just mashing a button, watching ads. They're paying me to watch ads. And the closer you get to the payout number of $100, the less the payouts are, right? It's just going to just take you forever. But I don't care about that. It gets, it, it's just something to do with my brain that's different. That's not watching news or reminiscing about that last call I ran or what do I have to do tomorrow? It's just a dumb game that means nothing. So find your way out, find your way through, find something fun to do. My wife and I will find TV we can watch together and games we can play together that aren't challenging. I'm a gamer, so I'll find games that are challenging. But for us, it's just something to enjoy doing together. As long as she's happy, I'm happy. Even that means she just loves sitting there with the controller and I'm watching her. It's time together and I'm helping her with strategies and every once in a while she me the controller to get through a hard part. Find something different to do. Love yourself because you have to do that if you're going to love the world. And that that meme about healthcare says, you know, hold my beer. I can show you stupid. Yeah. You know, that's the world we, we work in. That's the world we live in. That's the world we service. And it's so hard to do that job if we can't get our rest and we can't love ourselves first. So that's going to be it for today. If you got something you want me to talk about, you got some thoughts to share, you want to argue with me. Fine. You know, I'll even have you on the show. We'll zoom in and I'll, we'll have a debate about something or we'll we'll have you share different points of view. Whatever you want to do, you can get to me through that email right there at the bottom of the screen. Charles at G-A-I-E-M-S dot com. You can check that out there. And on the podcast, the same thing. It's Charles at G as in Go, A as in Apple, I as in Indigo, E as in Edward, M as in Mike, S as in Sam dot com. G-A-I-E-M-S dot com. So yeah. Come, come let me know what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. Be safe out there. Have fun and make some time for yourself. <laughs>